Welcome to part... <sighs> Star Wars makes me sad. Apparently there's the trailer for the new episode 9. I haven't watched it I yet. Gotta watch I have it. no interest in watching it. If yeah. I do watch it, it'll be exclusively to rant about it on the podcast. Podcast. <laughs> on the podcast. Apparently they got a new choreographer. And That's she's good. supposed I don't to know be she's like, good really good, but... You would think the other would be really good. Yeah. <laughs> Their previous standard does not instill confidence in this new choreographer. Nothing um, against her, it's just Disney does not care. Yeah. I don't know if she's good or not. She could be awesome. But at this point, episode 8 has killed Star Wars for me. Episode 7 killed Star Wars. Yeah. It was and like dying get, after 7. We're going to get comments was, like, episode, the prequel trilogy killed Star Wars. And I'm like, no, Jar Jar Binks is the best. <laughs> I really love that guy. Oh, man. Uh, okay, who in the original, tr- in the prequel trilogy, was still alive by the end of the originals? Jar Jar. If you count Luke and Leia, which I don't because they weren't characters, they were an event. Yeah. Uh, Yoda lived into the, the So did Obi-Wan. But he died in the first episode. Yeah, and Yoda lived a little bit longer. Um, let's see... I don't know Star Wars well enough to actually answer this. Uh, that lived till the end. Jar Jar Binks never died. He just... He just left. Oof. He's like, everyone's dead. <laughs> Bye, guys. Uh, everyone's dead. My plan is complete. Bye, guys. <laughs> the First Order's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, we're the Empire 2.0. And then the Rebellion is like, where's... Or the Resistance, I guess they're called now. They're like, we're the Resistance. And it's like, okay, first off, how did you let the First Order actually gain traction? Because like, how did that happen? You were the galactic government again. And run then, by non-idiots. <laughs> and then Until it's episode like, seven where they retcon their non-idiocy. Yeah. And they're just like, the new order has come up and for some reason they are incredibly rich and have like 12 dreadnought ships. Uh, like, you know how drained the Empire's resources would be after two Death Stars? But, I mean, at that point, he was the galactic government. He was, like, the single galactic power, and it was the rebellion. Now it's a fringe faction somehow gained power on the galactic scale, and, and now the, the, gov- res- the, the government, government is now the resistance. And it's like, the how? literal galactic government became a small faction as a small faction gained that amount of power with no explanation. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> At least Jar Jar made sense. Jar Jar knew what he was doing. I think it's weird. In Lego Star Wars, they have Jar Jar as the like the highest jumper, just because of like one scene yeah. in the when he dives into the water, and they're like, "Oh, the highest jumper!" And it's like, why? Because um, he doesn't do anything else in the game. <laughs> uh, they needed him to be required for a couple levels, so they gave him that. Yeah, but I, I always liked Jar Jar, and I went and watched the prequel trilogy a few years ago, and he was the most fun character, like, he was just fun to watch, and everybody's like, oh, he's so annoying, he's like, it's just a different talking pattern, it's like, <laughs> never mind, I'm not gonna say that, because that's gonna come off as racist, um, <sighs> even if it's not, okay, uh, but up, yep, <laughs> It's just, it's dumb. I don't understand why people are like, George, you're so annoying. I'm like, You guys like Ray. You don't get to talk about annoying. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm still, I still just hate that scene in 8 where she's like, sometimes we have to do what 
things to protect those we love. And it's like, Finn should have been like, that's what I was doing. Are you an idiot? You think I'm going to sacrifice myself just to kill people I don't like? <laughs> we are all going to die. It's this just, was our one chance. Oh my gosh, it was so dumb. I freaking hated that. It was like, you idiot. So, I was never intending to watch Game of Thrones because of it being gross. But now I'm extra not going to watch Game of Thrones because of the latest episode and how terrible. Okay, I didn't watch it. I watched stuff about it. And it was their big climactic battle, huge deal. It all comes to this thing. And the battle tactics were so miserably bad. Why on earth would you ever think to put your trebuchets in front of your castle? Ever. That's not what any unintelligent would do. Put your siege weaponry in front of the castle. <laughs> Wait, but why? Uh, we need a few people to die so it feels impactful. <laughs> and they send their cavalry in as if they were heavy cavalry, even though they are medium to light cavalry and should be doing hit and run, but they charge right through the front line of enemies and get torn to shreds because they're dumb and don't know how to fight. <laughs> and they put the... their infantry in front of the defenses. Didn't the big bad get killed in, like, the most unceremonious way ever? I don't know. I, I think it was uh, built up how they wanted to. And then I, he just dies. It, it looked like they uh, had a heart attack. Uh, made a big deal of the fight, but he just was not as powerful as he should have been. Got it. Yeah, This is the guy who killed a dragon with one hit. He one-shot a dragon from afar, and he can't fight. Why was he even in close range? He can throw dra javelins that can kill dragons. And he goes into the enemy castle when he has an army of hundred, of like 100,000 dead things that he could just continually reanimate. Of course, Paris. Why, why would you not go into close quarters and invade the enemy's castle personally? Because you're the commander! But Paris, I want to kill, I mean, he wanted to kill things. Uh, but he could have just thrown javelins. But that doesn't give him the satisfaction. He was stupid powerful. Why did he go in? He should have just started, like, he is the siege weapon, just started throwing javelins at the castle. Yeah, he had an undead dragon, which was capable of flight and could destroy the castle with ease, ride the dragon, take out the other dragons as they come to stop you, they have no defenses, blast them from up high, you win. That's it. No problems at all. Why the heck would you ever do that? You could have won so easily because of all the mistakes, the many, many, many mistakes the defenders made. Freaking Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, they wrote him like Voldemort! <laughs> the Night King, who is the greatest threat to all of humanity in the world. They wrote him like Voldemort, the pathetic loser with daddy issues. <laughs> I could destroy humanity on a whim! I'm sneaking in the castle! He's been building up, he's been waiting for thousands of years and then he trips at the finish line. It's just gross. Why? Why because would you Paris. do that? They play, the good guys placed a banana at the finish line. <laughs> Mario Kart. Curse you, spiny blue shell. Just, the good guys made the most comical of effort to try and stop him, and it worked because oh good no. guys. Uh, he easily could have just stepped around there. Why didn't he fly away around the castle? Why didn't he just go around? Then he can't trip from banana peels. <laughs> just take your army over the mountains. They're already dead. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about the cold and the lack of oxygen. That's one of the big problems about crossing mountains with armies. You could, they could fall. They could freeze to death. They could just not be used to the altitude, pass out, get sick, stuff like that. He doesn't have to worry about it. Just power march your army over the mountains, kill everyone else, <laughs> come back with millions instead of 100,000, 
and yeah, destroy them. Just raise all the people maybe, and kill them. Maybe not attack the castle as if it's a battle on a, a level playing fa- field, and maybe siege the <laughs> castle. <laughs> but Paris, their trebuchets are on the outside. You can't siege them when their trebuchets are on the outside. They just siege you back. Wait, no. <laughs> trebuchets are not mo- mobile. Move your army. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> If the dragons come over, you ice javelin them. They're the only threat if you're moving your army. Just siege. You've been at this a th- thousands of years. Don't get cocky at the very end. <laughs> he was expecting to be able to cast uh, Avarkadara, and it just <laughs> didn't work. He just kept swinging. Like, Avarkadara! Avarkadara! It's not like Avarkadara! <laughs> Why is this not... Oh, oh, there's a sword in my chest. All right. Guess I lost. <laughs> If that's their big climax, which... watch as it's gonna be like. Actually, the night king was just a seal for the true king. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, or maybe this is all just some guy's delusion. <laughs> like I said, I was already never gonna watch it. But at this point, it's just why would you do that? Yeah. It's like I, I don't know. I, I probably said this already, but. I think everyone has a list of things they can't overlook in a movie or a series. Yeah. And episode 8 of Star Wars checked all the boxes on my list. And he didn't even actually watch it. I just told him about it. I I know I'll hate it because it checks all the boxes. (laughs) And then this Game of Thrones episode checked another box. (laughs) Incompetent military commanders that are treated as a viable threat. It's a big box. Wait. Why didn't... Why did the Night King even leave his fortress? Right? Why is he leading? Surround yourself with allies. You don't have to be at the front. Is the Night King an elf dude? No, he's the blue guy. Blue guy? Okay. I was like, why would you ever invade the castle when you could easily siege it and just starve them to death when you don't have an army that has morale or needs for food or resources? You have the advantage. Press the advantage. Don't... Attack like an idiot. In Mario Tennis, I was almost in the top thousand worldwide last month. It was awesome. You was like 1,050-ish? Yeah. So that was... Pretty cool. That was neat. <laughs> um, and then... And then I still forget which button does what sometimes. <laughs> I was playing doubles with him. We still won because he was playing Rosalina, and Rosalina is not okay. She's really strong right now. But... Which one's the slice? <laughs> She's a chicken type, so she curves her shots, and he couldn't remember which shots curved. Magikoop, or Kamek, Magikoop, Kamek is fun, because she can curve, like, all of her shots. And then, they haven't released many more defensive types. They, they've got three defensive, I think they've got four power types, they've got four all-rounders, and then they've got, like, Five or six technicals and five or six trickies, and... Because they started off with so few of those, and then they're like, we need to build this up. Yeah. So they kind of tip the scale a little further. So that now they can start releasing the other ones. I don't think they've released any power types. Is any Boom Boom a power type? No, he's a defensive. Real. Oh. Okay. Petey! Petey Piranha. The... Um, speedy types are... I'm not okay with the fact that they made Pauline, the Queen of the Robots, name properly spelled for a non-Queen of the Robots. Yeah, so when they first released Pauline, her name was in all caps. She was the only one whose name was in all caps. Which is confirmation she's a robot. The Queen of the Robots of New Donk City. 
And they're all robots. They fixed there it. There are no children. And they all sad. move. Well, they ruined it. They didn't fix it. Oh, right. They all move the same way. They all go repeat the same things. They never tire. They, it's, and again, there are no children. They're robots. <laughs> also, Mario is a real-world human in that universe. Yeah. They're not the normal humans. <laughs> Mario is. Yeah. They're robots. And she is their queen. And she creeps me out. She just disguises herself as the mayor. <laughs> I doubt there was an election. <laughs> They're about to elect Isma Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that makes No, that was an electoral position. Uh, I, I like that movie. It was fun. Um, let's see. I got nice shirts, like nice button-up dress shirts, but they're the kind that you need cufflinks for. They don't have buttons on the cuffs. I don't have cufflinks. So like, they're pretentious shirts. Dang it. Yes. <laughs> Too good for buttons. Exactly. <laughs> Roses always seem stuck up to me. <laughs> um. You still need to see Milo Murphy crossed over with Vinny's and Yes, I do. It's I, so great. Also, my camera sucks. I need a new camera. Someone give me a new camera. <laughs> uh, I spent like $200 on an off-brand video camera. And it's kind of okay. It tints everything orange. Well, like, okay. even with the blue light, everything is orange. They're trying to make you look happier than you are. <laughs> it's just like, girls, I hate it. Um... And then, yeah, we haven't done a whole lot. Um, I'm a boring person, unless I, I get published. <laughs> if I get published, I can be an exciting person to know. But <laughs> at the be moment, a boring person. Yeah, but uh, people will be glad they know me, or hopefully. <laughs> or maybe they'll brag about how they punched me in the face. Oh, man. And then, oh, yeah, we got new dog. Oh, yeah. Uh, Avery now has an emotional support dog named Caliber. He is a long-haired dachshund. Sort of. Yeah, he's a mutt of some sort. We're not sure of what. Because mutts are healthier. Yeah. And so, that's exciting-ish, I guess. Well, it's not exciting for them. Yeah. <laughs> we got a new dog. Ta-da. Hey, he's pretty fun. He's basically a noodle. He folds himself like a cat does. It's amazing. He's like a giant ferret that likes to snuggle. <laughs> I want a ferret. I want a bearded dragon. Ferrets and chinchillas. Chinchillas, chinchillas are gracious. They're so cute, though. They are. They're cute and fluffy, and I love them. But apparently they've got, like, really short tempers and just hate everything. <laughs> I love them. They're perfect for me. Um, bearded dragons are really cool, and they are the cuddliest lizards ever. They are one of the cuddliest animals ever. They just snuggle up because you're warm, and they like warm, and they're sweet. <laughs> I want a honey badger that loves me. That's not gonna happen. No, it's not, but I want it. I attack honey badger to fight off any bears. <laughs> I'll just go live in the mountains by myself and just have Breed a honey. honey badgers and have a fridge for them that they can just open and take things. No, no, close the door. <laughs> and then any bears that come by just get mauled by dozens <laughs> of honey badgers. And they just hunt down all the snakes and it'll be great. I'd still have to worry about spiders though. Well, I mean, ish. But. Spiders are not a big threat in America. North America has very few dangerous yeah. spiders. 
Black Widow, Brown Recluse, and... And then Minor Venom for others. Yeah. But... <laughs> and really most nice. often, Black Widows won't kill you unless you're already sick, and Brown Recluses are... They're the biggest... Yeah, the biggest part about Brown Recluses is necrosis. And that happens slowly. You can treat that. You can treat that, so... We don't have to worry about much in regards to spiders. Freaking Australia and South America over here, <laughs> like, spiders bigger than your dog. Just come in and sit on your toilet. And then it's like, the uncommon is non-deadly spiders. Yeah. North America's very lucky in regards to insects. Yeah. Australia, the land of things that want to put you down under. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's where it gets its name. No, actually, I actually think it's because it's on the south side of the globe, but... Uh, I think it's funny that the southern tips of, like, um, South America and Africa, their weather is, like, Alaska. Yeah? Uh, just because the one... Uh, the warmth, for us, we always think of it as south, but it's just the closer you get to the equator. Yeah. So, down, way down south, it's the further north you go, the warmer it gets. And that's just weird. Also, we found a video called What Basque Sounds Like Compared to Other Languages. It's the best. Go watch it's it. It's very funny. Because Basque doesn't have a language it's derived from. It's an original language. As far as we know, anyways. But we know from pretty far back. So we're pretty sure it's an original language. Because <laughs> it doesn't share roots with anything. <laughs> uh, it's pretty great. Basque. 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 You scotta. <laughs> hey, scotta. Uh... And then, no, I don't want Japanese to English. I want English to Basque because I wanted to check something. Avery was looking up some stuff, and her sword was espada. Espada. It's spelled. It's the Spanish word for sword, except with a Z instead of an S. And it's like. That's weird, because Basque and Spanish do not share roots, so why do they use so, the same word for sword? Is sword a new thing to the Basque? What did they fight the Spaniards off with? Yeah, because, <laughs> so the Basque, oh, uh, before we get into the history lessons, um, end of part two, if you want to hear more, go check out part three, and the social medias. Facebook, Tamble, Patreon. Yay, support us on Patreon. I don't think we have the, I'm not sure if we still have that one guy that was. Because we screwed up and didn't do it. Yeah, so, oh well. 